Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. No delays there. 95 is without delay both ways between the beltways. And 50 runs well from Kenilworth Avenue past the beltway out to Bowie, Annapolis, and the Bay Bridge. Nothing in your way. And all is quiet up and down 270 between the beltway and I-70. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's check the forecast. Do 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Isolated rain showers out there this evening with a few wet snowflakes that may start mixing in as we get deep into the evening and for the overnight. Rain showers isolated in nature will continue until about 7 to 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Very, very light. Any snow showers will be more conversational in nature. You'll see it. You'll notice it with no road impact. 30s to start your day, mid-40s for tomorrow afternoon, and with clearing skies, will turn partly sunny. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 at the war, 45 in Oxon Hill, and 43 degrees in Sterling and 759. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Kyle Cooper. Coming up on WTOP, more details emerging about that deadly explosion at a house in Arlington last night. The strange reputation of the house that exploded. No one ever saw anyone go in or out. I'm Nick Ainelli. Unity. Will be the theme of next year's Prince George's County Council. In Largo, I'm John Doman. The Dow closed down 80, S&P down 3, NASDAQ gained 44. In Washington, it's 8 o'clock. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. CBS News has reviewed an FBI bulletin to law enforcement nationwide saying that due to the war in Gaza, groups like al-Qaeda and ISIS may increase calls for violence in the U.S. FBI Director Christopher Wray testifies on Capitol Hill. Well, there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now. I've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats, are all elevated all at exactly the same time. According to the bulletin, likely targets could include churches, synagogues, and members of the Jewish community. As Israel intensifies its attacks in Gaza, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the military would have to retain open-ended security control over the Gaza Strip long after the war against Hamas ends. The U.S. says it opposes occupation of Gaza. CBS's Chris Livesay in Jerusalem. The last time Israel occupied the Gaza Strip up until 2005, that meant it had to evict settlers. Um, this time around, Netanyahu isn't talking about sending settlers back into the Gaza Strip. So that's at least one major difference between what one might interpret as occupation. The Senate approves more than 420 military promotions after GOP Senator Tommy Tuberville ends his blockade over a Pentagon abortion policy. CBS's Allison Keyes. Alabama Republican Tommy Tuberville backed down amid pressure from a bipartisan group of lawmakers who said it was taking a toll on military readiness and service members, even though he says he did the right thing for the unborn and our military. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says. I hope no one does this again, and I hope they learn the lesson of Tuberville says the holds will continue for about 11 of the highest-ranking military officers. Allison Keyes, CBS News. 
A special election is called to fill George Santos's former U.S. House seat. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says a special election will be held Tuesday, February 13th to replace George Santos. The third congressional district represents parts of the Queensboro of New York City as well as Long Island. It could be an opportunity for Democrats to pick up a seat in a district that voted for President Biden in the last election. Santos was removed from office last week, becoming just the sixth member of the House and the first Republican to be expelled from their seat. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. The Trump campaign says Arizona has become the seventh state to throw out a 14th Amendment ballot challenge to keep former President Trump off the ballot in that state. Election law expert David Becker. What they're saying is this isn't the proper time to raise it because he's not the nominee yet. And right now it's just the process of the Republican Party selecting their nominee. But it was always going to be somewhat of an uphill climb. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 803 on this Tuesday night, December the 5th. We've got 42 degrees right now in Washington. We're going down to the mid-30s overnight. Good evening, I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local story we're following for you tonight on WTOP. More details coming out about what took place inside an Arlington home moments before it exploded last night. The duplex on North Burlington Street blew up about 8.30 after a nearly four-hour standoff between police and a man inside. Based on the preliminary investigation of this incident, we believe that the resident of the home, James Yu, 56, of Arlington, is the involved suspect. The Orange County Police Department does not have prior documented interactions with the suspect at this address other than two calls for service for loud noise over the past couple years. That's Arlington County Police Chief Andy Penn. Police say you is believed to be dead. The standoff started just before five yesterday afternoon after police say you fired more than 30 flares from his window over the Bluemont neighborhood. Police say officers eventually broke down the front door and that's when you started shooting a gun. Officers deployed what police called non-flammable chemical munitions, and a short time later, the house exploded. Several Arlington County police officers were hurt. They have minor injuries. Police and federal agencies are investigating what led to that explosion. Neighbors in Arlington tell WTOP's Nick Ionelli that something always seemed a little bit off about that house. The house that exploded had a strange reputation, says Melissa Hernandez, who lives right down the street. It was always the house that, you know, no one ever saw anyone go in or out. And she says the windows were always covered with paper. It was just white um, paper, like butcher's paper almost, um, over all the windows, all the doors, and then a no trespassing sign. Um, where was the no trespassing sign? It was in the front yard. Arlington County police say they don't know much about the man who lived there, James Yu, only that neighbors had called police a couple of times in recent years complaining about too much noise at Yu's house. Yu had a history of posting paranoid rants on social media, and the FBI says Yu contacted the agency numerous times through phone calls, online tips, and letters, claiming that he was the victim of fraud. In Arlington, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's 8.05. The Prince George's County Council has selected new leaders. 2024 promises to be a year when tough choices are going to have to be made. 
Story now from WCOP's John Zellman. As was expected, Jolene Ivey will be the new chair of the Prince George's County Council. This council will work to ensure that the county addresses the increasing needs of its citizens, especially the most vulnerable. We will prioritize policies that diversify revenue sources, make the best use of those resources, and distribute them equitably. The theme of her speech was unity, which was sometimes lacking on a council that doesn't always get along. But in 2024, she says... going to have to really band together tighter than ever. The new vice chair will be Sidney Harrison. At Largo, John Dome and WTOP News. Same council, new leadership at the top. Montgomery County Council Member Andrew Friedson has been elected to serve as the council president. Friedson, whose district includes Potomac, Bethesda, and Kensington, made clear the county's public education system will be monitored closely. Along with two new inspector general positions dedicated exclusively to MCPS, We will work with state partners, the Office of Legislative Oversight, and the Board of Education to ensure accountability for investments in educational outcomes. Friedson suggested there might be some belt tightening in the future, noting the county has unprecedented needs and finite resources. Councilmember Kate Stewart was elected as vice president. Stewart's district includes Tacoma Park, parts of Chevy Chase, and North Bethesda. A Silver Spring man is under arrest tonight for his role in a string of apartment burglaries. 41-year-old Tremaine McDowell was arrested and charged after officers responded to his home for domestic-related assault and spotted piles of expensive electronics in the living room. Montgomery County police detectives have been investigating a series of burglaries at the Lennox Park Apartments, the Viridian, and the Arrive Apartments that took place between July and November. McDowell was one of the detectives' suspects. Police got a search warrant for his apartment and found apartment building fobs and three loaded gun machines, uh, gun magazines, I should say, three loaded gun magazines. McDowell is currently being held without bond. Several D.C. area hospitals made the cut of a new list of the best of the best when it comes to maternity care. The four hospitals that got U.S. News's designation of high performing, MedStar, Georgetown University Hospital, Virginia Hospital Center, George Washington University Hospital, and Innova Fair Oaks. And the goal of those ratings is to help expectant parents in consultation with their prenatal care team in making making informed decisions about where to receive maternity care. Jennifer Winston's a health data scientist at U.S. News. Among the measures, C-section rates. I think there is a perception that it isn't possible to have a vaginal birth after C-section, but when it is medically appropriate, that is an option. See the list of hospitals near you at WTLP.com. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, how much time do you spend in meetings every day? We'll tell you what people think is way too long. It's 8.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Bob Immler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Alexandria, southbound traffic on Van Doren is hung up badly getting down to the Beltway. Police are dealing with a crash there. Initially, traffic was stopped, but you may be getting by now under police direction on Van Doren Street, southbound at the Beltway. On the Beltway itself, the travel lanes are open. On both 395 and 95, all is quiet on each. And uh, all the way to Fredericksburg, in fact, it's uh, pretty clear sailing and traffic on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. That is running without delay. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, mystery solved. Listener found one stopped southbound after 410 and blocking the left lane after 410 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. This is southbound, northbound, the earlier incident at Powder Mill. That has been cleared. And on 50 eastbound in Chevrolet, 
Uh, near Columbia Park Road may have a new problem, a crash there, which tends to happen every once in a while. So be alert for that. Headed east from Kenilworth Avenue. 95 is without delay both ways uh, between the beltways. 270 looks all right, as does 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq with a Toyota BZ4X at fitzmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. A very, very slight chance to see a few snowflakes overnight and first thing tomorrow morning, just as the sun comes up. Better chance of just getting some isolated rain showers here with this next event. Some wet pavement out there right now that'll carry through your evening, your overnight, and again, wrapping up around 7, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Temperatures will dip down into the 30s. Highs tomorrow in the mid-40s as we turn partly sunny. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, temperatures around the Washington area now. 45 in Roslyn, 44 degrees Farragut Square, 42 degrees in Laurel. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. The number of unfilled jobs across the country fell to the lowest level in almost two and a half years in October. Nokia loses a lucrative AT&T partnership to rival Ericsson, a $14 billion deal for a 5G equipment plant in Texas. The Washington Business Journal says the D.C. area's last Romano's Macaroni Grill at Kingstown Center will be torn down and replaced with a big Rocky Mountain theme restaurant, Lazy Dog, which has locations in Fairfax and Chantilly. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Another nervous day on Wall Street ahead of Friday's November jobs report. Stocks ended mostly lower. Dow Industrials lost 80. The S&P 500 fell 3. The Nasdaq gained 44. How much time do you spend in meetings every day? More than half of all executives in a new Slack survey say they spend too much. The survey finds workers say that two hours of meetings is the tipping point where productivity begins to suffer. More job seekers are being asked to do a job before they get a job. A Glassdoor analysis finds more employers are asking candidates to demonstrate their skills by doing what is essentially unpaid homework. Job seekers don't like it. Three Disney movies that were derailed by the pandemic are getting another chance. Pixar's Soul, Turning Red, and Luca will be released in theaters next year, all debuted during the pandemic, mainly on Disney+. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, why did officers take so long to respond to the Uvalde school shooting? A new Frontline documentary looks into that question. We'll hear from one of the reporters involved in that next. It's now 812 in Washington. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. 
And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on healthcare in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the healthcare system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Grantchester's Morven Christie and Ozark's Peter Mullen star in Payback, a new BritBox original crime thriller from the creator of Line of Duty. I can't take your money. Why not? Your husband took it. That's why you're in this mess. When her husband is murdered, Lexi Noble learns the truth about his secret criminal life and soon becomes involved in a dangerous sting operation. My husband was not a criminal. Stream Payback and more must-see original series with a free trial at BritBox.com. Coming Coming up, how the Nationals won the MLB Draft Lottery but will not pick first overall. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Did you know that being a good corporate citizen is good for business? At Kaiser Permanente, we know that fostering a welcoming and supportive workplace culture, affirming strong community partnerships, and establishing good corporate citizenship helps companies grow and thrive. As a leader, you have an opportunity to help your employees, community, and business succeed by promoting equality in the workplace, elevating and supporting your workforce, and seeking out partners in the community to promote causes people can be passionate about. Learn more at kp.org slash lead boldly slash WTOP. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 815, good evening, I'm Kyle Cooper. It's been a little more than 18 months since the deadly shootings at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. 19 children and two teachers died in one of the worst school massacres in American history. The police response on that May afternoon was filled with chaos. We still don't know the findings of the state investigation into what took so long for officers to take down the gunman. But tonight on Frontline, along with ProPublica and the Texas Tribune, they air a new documentary based on a large volume of information ranging from interviews with officers to 911 calls. Loami Creel, reporter for ProPublica Texas Tribune Investigative Unit, joined Sean and Ann to talk more about the officers' reaction on that day. We did try to talk to the officers that were there. They did not respond, but we did have, as you said, access to an incredible amount of investigative material that was shared with us through a confidential source. So that includes going through interviews that the officers themselves gave to investigators after the shooting, more than 150 interviews that we went through, as well as obviously speaking to children, teachers, and families. What jumps out is just really this incredible contrast between the children, both in their interviews with investigators and with us, told us that they followed what they had been taught, which is basically, you know, if you can't run, hide and stay quiet, 
And that's what they did versus the officers who were taught to essentially stop the killing, stop the dying. If you know someone is hurt, go inside as soon as possible, did not, for the most part, follow their training. And in fact, because everything was so silent in that wing, because the children were following their training, they actually thought there was no one in there for quite a significant amount of time. Why hasn't and what have you learned about why the state hasn't released its investigation yet? So we are part of a coalition of news organizations that have actually sued the state to get just basic information, 911 calls, things that are typically released for these types of incidents. And they have denied us because they have cited in part an ongoing criminal probe by the Uvalde district attorney. So this information that we are releasing now is really the fullest account that anyone has had of what happened that day in the absence of the state continuing to deny that information to the public or even release any of their findings. The Frontline documentary Inside the Uvalde Response airs tonight at 10 on TV 26. A quick look at the top stories we're working on tonight. On WTOP, police identify the man inside the Arlington home that exploded last night as 56-year-old James Yu. He's believed to be dead, and the FBI says he was no stranger to federal law enforcement. The Senate confirms over 400 military nominees hours after Senator Tommy Tuberville dropped his hold. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's now 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's check in with Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Starting in Maryland, 50 eastbound is slow through Chevrolet. The crash is eastbound 50 at Columbia Park Road. That is along the right side of the roadway. Once you get past that, the pace is good out to the Beltway. In fact, all the way out to the Bay Bridge, nothing in your way once you pass the crash at Columbia Park. Southbound Baltimore, Washington Parkway listener found one stopped blocking the left lane after 410. So you do have that slowdown through Riverdale. Northbound, everything is open and running well. On 95, no delays to report between the beltways, and all is quiet on 270 both ways. And in fact, around the beltway in Maryland and Virginia, everything is moving pretty well. In Virginia, Alexandria still has the crash. Southbound Van Dorn Street at the beltway, very slow coming south from Telegraph Road. On the beltway, the lanes are open. On 66, you're good to go both inside and outside the beltway, and both 395 and 95, each running without delay. Postal and federal employees and annuitants, you have one week remaining to enroll. Enroll at APWU Health Plan to get access to over 1.7 million providers. Visit APWUHP.com, click on Open Season and get more. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Light showers isolated in nature expected here this evening overnight, probably wrapping up around 7, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. At times, there may be a few wet snowflakes mixing in, especially as you get closer to the mountains and some of the higher elevations out in western Maryland and down I-81. We'll see our temperatures dip here this evening from the 40s down into the 30s. Tomorrow, on the cooler side, mid-40s for the afternoon, turning partly sunny for the afternoon hours as well. You're mostly sunny on Thursday, also at about 45 degrees, closer to 60 for Friday, looking dry, partly sunny. Also on Saturday, another day quite similar. Rain for Sunday with highs in the mid-60s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 44 degrees tonight in Tyson's Corner, 43 in Potomac, 46 degrees downtown at LaFont Plaza. Coming up on WTO. The one thing not included in a local school system's new contract with its teachers union. I'm Scott Gelman. It's 821. Sports at 20. 20- 
you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. At Easy Cater, we get it. Ordering food for work means you have to deal with this. Client meeting on Tuesday. Client wants Taco Tuesday. 19 people. Need vegan options. Her budget just got slashed. Meeting is now Monday. What about Mediterranean? Client still wants Taco. Claire has a nut allergy. Gluten-free. Ah, Under budget. 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 Tacos for a client meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Hurry! It's your last chance to donate for 2023. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 822, the teachers union in Prince William County is speaking out about a key benefit that wasn't included in a new contract agreement with the school board. Jared Gay with the Prince William Education Association explains the three-year contract includes an average 6% salary increase, but the union asked for a 17% raise. It's important because our division currently leads Northern Virginia in unstaffed school vacancies. Now, he says pay negotiations will happen every year. Something that is virtually unheard of in collective bargaining agreements. But Gay anticipates some details included in the new contract could help with teacher retention. Healthcare costs being locked in for three years is huge. And we also were able to agree upon increased pay or increased stipend for summer school. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. How much does it cost to rename a school? Lee Burden with Fairfax County Public Schools told the school board there this week that it is usually around $300,000. But she says renaming W.T. Woodson High could cost less. Point one million is proposed as a placeholder to be allocated for costs of renaming the Woodson High School. That's because a lot of things were just there. Rather say just Woodson, then won't have to be replaced. The county's considering paying for the change using money from grants and excess sales tax revenue. The school board voted to change the name to Carter G. Woodson High last month after it was revealed the school's former namesake was a segregationist. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. There are a lot of hotels that claim they're dog-friendly, but now a number of hotels and resorts are upping their game. At the Salamander Resort in Virginia, the hotel provides special pet beds for dogs of all sizes, food and water bowls, waste bags, and organic treats. The Nemo Colon Resort in Pennsylvania offers a special luxury boarding facility where dogs can stay during the day. 
or overnight. They can swim in a pool, and there are trained caretakers. One caveat, many hotels, while openly welcoming dogs, also openly require a damage waiver paid up front. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 825, the update now. Rob Woodfork. All right, let's start with local college basketball tonight. George Mason's four-game win streak ends with an 87-66 loss to 